Hi everyone, welcome to today's podcast as we go on a weekly journey where identity, purpose, and partnership meet. In today's episode, we will be shining star style with your host, Monique Nicole. Welcome to the Star Parent Podcast. It is your girl, your host, Mona Cole, and we are Star, Single Parenting, Transforming and Achieving Righteously Incorporated. So let's do our hellos. Hola, what it do, boo? All the hellos to you. Um, we are excited to be in episode whatever we don't even know what number because we are just doing this because that's a part of single parenting transforming and achieving righteously sometimes you just gotta do it boo and so today we are going to jump in i want to just welcome everybody we are a nonprofit that services mothers and fathers in seasons we say in seasons hashtag seasons of single parenting Meaning that we are not declaring that you're going to stay there, but we are here to serve while you are there. And that is for a number of reasons. So visit us at www.starparentsinc.org. Link in the description. But your girl is here for it. So we have been doing, uh, if you see this visually, because I don't even know if it's going to make it to a visual one, you will be like, Mo today you're not on deck i'm not because that thing called weather yeah but i'm still trying to be committed okay let your yes be yes and your no be no okay so i would be glad to be a part of the visual part of this for you or nah but i still want to get this out to you because i have been hit with the truth stick y'all it is um it's a world out there and I just am really in a space where I'm going to continue on my journey of obedience to um, encouraging and empowering our stars and lights. And if you're here and you're like, what's up with all of these, um, for lack of a better word, you, uh, I don't even know the word. That's so crazy. I don't know the word to call it, but, but basically these analogies okay stars are our parents moms and dads like we said who we just are with on this journey through single parenting as we hope you're transforming and achieving righteously but lights are our moms dads that are married or our people who are single with no children and so we appreciate all of you and ultimately our lights are our children so as we approach this message today, this is for everybody, everybody, okay? Because today's message is, wait for it, the illusion of control, ownership versus management. So today I have been tasked with the idea and the ability to really give you something that I'm working through. And I must say, I'm working through it. Because though we parent like a star, that just really means we allow the journey to make us better. 
but ultimately we're not saying we're parenting experts we are just being parented by the expert for us so as we go into today's content on the illusion of control i think it is such a prevalent message for what's going on and relevant message for the arguments and all the other things but we at star we come to bring the light baby we come to shine star so we're not here for all of the contention we're here to bring the calm and we want to do it with some tools and strategies as to how we're all guilty most likely or we're struggling with or through control issues right and it's for me been revealed that it's an illusion you know like it's the uh it's the illusion of control like we really think and i've heard several people lay this out very beautifully but i'll just kind of take that and manifesto that into this conversation not manifest but manifesto that um you know you can apply for the job but you don't guarantee that you get it you can you know go out and build the business but you can't guarantee that it prospers you can sleep with somebody but you can't guarantee you getting pregnant okay and for every one of us that did we already know what time it is so with that you understand already if you are a parent that that is the first line of understanding you're not really in control and so for me i want to say that this conversation is deep because as we work so diligently you know to be in control in our society in our world i'm just reminded especially as a star parent of how little control we really have which brings us to our subtitle today ownership versus management and the beauty of releasing a lot of what we're trying to own and control versus that that really is the synonym for own is control and in order to release that and just manage what we have been given and know some tips today that were literally downloaded today as to what good management looks like and produces and so we're going to get into that in just a moment but i want to also start off with something that we haven't done in a while but our whole podcast series two years ago started with which was foundations there are foundations everything in life your house should sit on a strong foundation your um the things you build if it's you know even furniture it should be on a strong foundation right you want the the legs on the chair that's you sit in baby to work okay you want the car to have a strong foundation of things that you have it on it or in it in order for the framework to carry you in your transportation so all of those things require foundation and at star we require one as well so we said two years ago in foundations and fountains in two separate episodes that though our principles at star are identity seeing ourselves correctly purpose and partnership we know that they have to be founded on something solid and so we went through all of those foundations you can go all the way back to 2020 and check that out but it's really important to look at 
why certain things need foundations and today's conversation requires a foundation so walk with me work with me we want to talk about two universal principles before we get into ownership versus management and the illusion of control is the bigger broader picture one reason why i think it's so hard personally for me me mo to release control is because it's really aligned with if i'm honest a struggle i have with faith and discipline and this is gonna be a real deal conversation because i don't care what you believe in everyone is operating in these principles whether it's from a space of functionality or dysfunction because the agnostic the atheist the what we would call unbeliever in a religious belief still has faith in typically evolution the laws of gravity or other humanistic ideas that they believe are going to carry them through life even if they just have faith that their paycheck is going to hit on the 15th and the 30th that is faith in a fiat system faith in a corporation so the need for a belief system and our second principle discipline a routine of practices is happening all the time so i got my teacher hat on and i want to say that's going to carry us through what we're going to discuss later in this ownership versus management conversation because a lot of why me personally i've struggled with releasing things is because i didn't have faith that it would operate outside of my own control the illusion and i didn't have discipline in the right places to give that control over to what i believe would be a more powerful source so ride with me y'all i don't care what religious background people come from typically the ones who see any type of results they practice their principle of faith and discipline very well if you buddhist if you hindu if you're judaism if you're islam if you're christian christianity which we need to talk about that all of those belief systems if you're israelite if he whatever you are the people who see results now the religious argument about whether they're long-term or not that's not up for debate today but if you see any type of results i guarantee you it's because they're implementing a faith a true belief system in what they say will work and they are also practicing routines that make them more disciplined in what they're believing will help their faith work so i said all that to get us to this point we can't have excuse me we can't have a bigger conversation about the releasing of control until we have a smaller conversation about the foundation that it's usually resting on even if that foundation is broken so 
when we look at management and i did i did my today i do got my three points in popcorn honey you know i went back to it but basically i want to say that the discipline that is kind of more rooted in dysfunction like a habit a hang-up a hold-up they all require practices of whatever the destructive behavior is to get us to those places of addiction of destruction but if that was flipped it would get us to places of progression and so when you think about managing something and you think about releasing something you will have to have faith that it will work and you will have to have practices to make it work so not because you're in control because remember that's an illusion but because you have faith that with self-control or with discipline as you release control you are making decisions that are making it work so i laid the foundation 12 minutes in i hope y'all got that faith and discipline universal principles no matter where you are no matter what your background is that's going to be key pieces to unlock today's conversation on how we move out of some of this illusion this real it should be delusion of control and how we can really look at what ownership is versus management and all of this is really an analogy to parenting because parenting is our primary purpose at star and when you're already a parent if you're not i get it but for us we even believe if you're not a parent that this is prime time baby if you have not had kids this is prime time hear what i say to get all of this under control okay not because you're in control but to get a lot of our issues under control because if you bring someone into this world and you think that you're always in control that is can someone really like send me a message about how they really shifted as they become a parent and seeing how little control you have like you don't control if that baby's gonna cry you don't control if that situation is going to you know inconvenience you you don't control how long they sleep i don't care how much milk you give them you don't control what they're gonna poop you don't control another human and that's why it's gonna be so important to really get under control the idea that you ever have control and then to really review your own faith and your own beliefs about life and about yourself and about your creator ultimately so that you can ask yourself where am i looking at ideas and issues from all right so i went there so that y'all can't say y'all don't have a foundation now if you are past the foundation we need to just go ahead and hit this ownership versus management because i i want to give it to you so that you can just get the points in portion but get the impact for long term and so i really as i lay out this this scenario i feel like i'm talking fast but as i lay out the scenario for y'all i want you to know i'm gonna slow it down okay so what i looked at when i thought about this concept that 
was downloaded in my spirit, a revelation of my own, is that we live in a heavy boss culture right now. And I don't think that's by happenstance. Um, more than ever, and especially at the turn of this pandemic, there just became like this rampant reality of I need control. And I think the pandemic positions us to say, hey, I'm out of this is out of control. They just shut down my job. I just lost all my contracts. I just, you know, lost this person in my life. I don't have any control. And so then there's always a door opened, usually against us, to make us want to go in a direction that says, in order for me to have control, I need to change the trajectory of the circumstance. And that in and of itself is a problem because it's like we're going from one limitation to another. It's just seemingly that that limitation is more available right now. And so in that, a lot of people just began to say, I want to be in control in different arenas of life since they could not control the pandemic. So rock with me. We're going somewhere. So now we have this boss up, mom boss, boss babe, boss man culture, which is basically like a control candy land. And everyone is aiming for it. And it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with, let me say that as a person who's an advocate for entrepreneurship, there's nothing wrong with wanting to own or have a level of allocation and especially healthy and integrity field ownership in this life. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you are not able to see that even that is not under your control, you will be disappointed in that process. And that's a, a true entrepreneurship, amen. You can start the business, but you can't bring the clients. You can apply for the job, but you can't give it to yourself. You can position yourself for every opportunity and take 50, 11 courses and pay 50, 11 people. But that does not mean that you will be able to make certain that you can change the trajectory of your life. You need to understand that whenever going into entrepreneurship. So that's my that's my soapbox moment. But I will say that in that it has also given us this real pinnacle of people feeling this overwhelming power like hunger. Like it's I don't even know what to call it. It's almost like a power surge. Everybody is like I need power. You know, when you feel powerless, you often most desire it. And so here we go. The problem is that in all the illusion, though we are inherently given a measure of self-control, that's what we need to be capitalized. We can control ourselves, our decisions for the most part, our choices, who we let in and who we put out. We humans actually have very little autonomy, which is control in large over our life in the world we live in. And that is how we're going to look at ownership, because when you think about we're going to look at two ideas of companies, when you think about a company, there is in a large company, a successful company, there are owners 
There are people who are owning that company. They're in charge of the whole foundation of it. And then there are management who typically are very valuable. They're pivotal, actually, to the company running. But they are only a part of the infrastructure and they know when to release things that are beyond them. They know when to say, hey, you know what? I don't have clearance for that. Hey, I don't actually have an answer for that. Hey, I don't actually have authority for that. But I know someone who does. Okay, so that's where we're going to go, because I want to say that this is really going to, um, to me, hopefully free some people. And it may also tap on some things because we're going to look at ownership from the perspective of creator. And we're going to look at management from the perspective of parent. But again, wherever you are with your belief system, put that in. We're not telling you who your creator is. We know as star who ours is. We always tell you that unashamedly. But we also realize that if you say you don't have one, if you believe in a created thing as your creator, put whatever you need into the ownership space. Now, you will be able to determine how well that works. But in the management space, we still have to be honest with ourselves. Many times we have that space unfulfilled. That is a job vacancy in life. We're not managing. We're trying to own. And I want to quickly help some people today with freedom because basically I got this written down. So I'm going to tell y'all as a result, we have conditioned ourselves to take the mentality into a place of true management versus ownership. So we realize, hey, I'm going to have the mentality of a manager. So when my two year old, I don't have a two year old thing. I don't have a two year old anymore. But (laughs) if my child is acting crazy guess what i'm not going to flip out the way i once would because i'm managing that now will i manage that individual in a way that can help them yes but if i realize this is a a issue that i see more than once it's not just a scenario i'm gonna have to take this to ownership okay there's some things happening in life right now financial things i'm gonna have to take that to ownership There's some relational things that are happening. I'm going to have to take that to ownership. I'm going to have to take that to ownership. You know, there's some things happening for some people um, in their their minds, in their bodies, that you're going to have to take that to ownership because you can try to own it. You can try to take control of it. But at the end of the day, we all realize there's a wall we hit. And that's where we have to go back into what will make us a good manager. So I'm going to give you two examples, very quick um, examples, because I think they will help. Um, Basically, let's say there's two companies, franchise A and company B. We're going to say in franchise A, Joseph is the owner but it's a franchise so if you know anything about franchises that means that they typically have a larger ownership there's a corporation that owns them so we got to do our favorite place that everyone loves in the world which is chick-fil-a because they have a awesome actually franchise policy but yet a very strict 
way they choose their franchisees. You got to look it up. It's crazy, but it's awesome. So, Joseph, he is the franchise owner, right? He owns a franchise of Chick-fil-A. But if you look at it, this is how franchises work. You, you own and can profit minus whatever the costs are from the franchisee. You own and can profit the location that you have. But you do not inherently own the company or the brand. And that requires you to follow the value system, practices, and vision of the originators. Now, Chick-fil-A being a popular company, most people understand the universal thing they understand is Chick-fil-A closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday, okay? To the yay. Um, we understand that. But they also have several value systems and a vision that has made them extremely successful. And people have done the market research about how they make more, five times more typically than the other average competitors in their um, industry because of their value system. And even if people don't necessarily subscribe to their value system, they understand they have a service model that is phenomenal. Like of the many Chick-fil-A's you go to around the country and maybe the world, they have a very deep-rooted infrastructure and foundation that makes them a solid company. So, Joseph is what you would call the GM. The, he has purchased into this franchise. He would be the ultimate manager because he owns a, a, a large portion of whatever they produce at this location. But he understands there is a greater level of ownership, right? So that is Corporation A. Corporation B, we're going to call that you incorporated. This is a, you know, self-made, since we like that word, is a self-made corporation, which is expanding their brand, but has yet to set a company standard or core values for their vision. And then they're trying to manage the infrastructure themselves without a site supervisor. So there is a real thing I want to say is like, I get that because as a self-employed entrepreneur, you have to start somewhere, right? You have to start somewhere. But if you are expanding and you believe that you can own every part of your company and truly scale and truly make good decisions, there tends to be a roadblock because at some point you have to have good management. And a lot of times that's because you have to be good management in order to understand good management. So Corporation B, they're at a roadblock because they're trying to do it all. And they also have not maybe functioned under management well so that they're not understanding how it works. So when we look at both Corporation A and B, the franchise and you incorporated, clearly one will have more order and ultimately more profitability because they understand there's a measure of control that you are not responsible for. And even though we all aspire to be more like the Cathy's and have that element, one thing about that family, even as the ownership, they understood how to be under the 
submission of their faith, their values, the things that make the Chick-fil-A Chick-fil-A. That's why they're closed on Sunday. So when we look at three points and you got your popcorn, we're going to talk about three ways that you can have or three characteristics of good management. So we're going to try to do this swiftly, but in a way where hopefully it's a blessing to you. So, one is everyday, not just emergency communication makes for good management. Selah. So, if you have good management, they're not just going to hit up the owner. Joseph isn't just going to call Chick-fil-A at corporate to say, yo, you know, my whole location is flooded. Hey, someone messed up or broke into our location. Hey, we're having a crisis with this particular thing. They're not going to just call corporate on that level. They're going to call them to let them know, yeah, we're really meeting our quota this month or we just hired an amazing new group of young people or our staff is growing leaps and bounds or we're really just getting into the community over here and doing amazing things through grants and opportunities they're going to communicate on a regular basis why because rapport and regularity builds relationships and you want to have multiple franchises, Joseph, because that $5 million versus those other people who make $1 million franchises will allow you to own you incorporated and have infrastructures that you learn from working with an amazing corporation to infiltrate into your own. So I said all that to say, uh, how much are we communicating with our ownership or do we even surrender ourselves to say hey i am owned by my creator i i'm not just saying i'm a child of god because that's cute like i really am god's child and i need to talk to my god about these issues i'm having in my life and with my parenting and so i realized that a lot of times we're not talking to god until it's an emergency and I'm guilty this ain't again again your girl is walking with you not at you crisis prevention is aka intercession we have to come on a regular basis and communicate and that's a very hard thing to do but a very real necessary thing to do so I'm encouraging us to Every day, communicate. Communicate for even the small things. Hey, God, my children are going back to school, and I really need you to make sure that they're healthy right now and they're well, and that you keep them that way. They're safe right now and they're protected, and that you keep them that way. That they're loved right now and they're received, and that you keep them that way. Lord, I'm thanking you that you're such a good father, that you're doing all these amazing things, and that you're going to keep them that way. You're going to continue to bless them. You're making prosperity our norm and whatever's going on we can't control it but you can make that crisis prevention be the model through regular communication because good management don't just talk to you when something's going wrong because you might actually be like they ain't that good at that job maybe they don't need it so 
I'm saying that we have to make sure we are regular communicators so that we're saying ownership versus management is so important to the way that we move, we live, and we have our being. All right, so that's number one. Everyday, not just emergency communication. Then we also want to look at the more good you communicate and the more grateful moments you communicate the more doors are open for elevation not just desperation it's not like just come in and fix what i have going on god fix it god fix it god i need you to fix it i i know you're talking of of a more perspective-based relationship like you know i'm so thankful for you you doing it for me i appreciate it and that allows for us to have a faith a confidence a belief that we already have what we need and what we desire all right and now i gotta be quick because my um ownership versus management is getting real out here so <laughs> basically uh we also want to just leave or lay on the point. Psalms 127.5. Uh, parents are the greatest management and the children are the most valuable operations. So I'm saying that if you are trying to be a good manager and get away from this illusion that you have control, if you don't have any children, hear ye, hear ye. If you have no children, work on this right now. Don't try to be in control of your spouse. Don't try to be in control of your boyfriend. Don't try to be in control of your job. Don't try to be in control of your school. Don't try to be in control of that test you're trying to take. Just manage. Manage. And do it with the mindset that these are arrows in the hands of a warrior. Not that you are the control factor. Okay? So, we're going to make a point to also just say, don't just do things out of crisis do them out of consistency. And I believe that's going to be a great point of reference for everyone. Because in a minute, my little corporations are going to be on the podcast. So, I want to also say point two, to delegate, to deliver best results. And this is really hard for a lot of us. And I'm going to speak primarily for your girl because... Setting up safe systems of support and community, that's going to tap into some core places where many of us are untrusting. We have a distrust, we have a distrust generation, a distrust culture, trust no one. Um, all of these things have gotten in us. And so when we think about safety and support and community, it's almost like that's that's foreign, that's not culture, but it's so necessary because imagine if you work at a place you're you incorporated you want to scale your business you want to create all these systems you want to create all these strategies and you want to get all these opportunities to grow and produce but you're the only person okay let's pause you're the only person monique that's for you girl you're the only person if you don't have anyone to help you you do begin to crumble and that's really a part of why you don't want to be ownership versus management. You want to be management because it gives you an opportunity to be Joseph, to go in and say, you know what? I don't know what's going on, but guess what? I have someone who does. And that is where we're going with that one. Delegate to deliver best results. And I'm going to give some examples. And these are examples in my real life. I mean, let's say someone has a friend 
who is good at tutoring or they're in the education field and you're not that parent. Like, we don't need to keep trying to make every parent be good at everything. you just not the homework person. You don't really want to think about school. You really ain't trying to relive school. But you have friends who are in that world. They can maybe be support systems. You can delegate. Hey, little Sarah, Susie, Sandy, you going to go over my friend Sean House and she going to help you get this math together because I don't have it in me okay but that requires the vulnerability to say I don't know what I'm doing the humility to tell your friend I need you to help me because you know what you're doing and then it requires the availability to actually have relationships with people who can help you all right like on the flip side of that we have a master stylist. I, this is where, girl, I'm, this is me. I'm hair, I'm hair care challenged. I'm not unable to do hair. I don't want to do hair. And I have two daughters. And so let me say, and I have two sons. So I, I mean, even that is like if, beyond the barbershop. What else I'm supposed to do? But I'm saying right now, my kids are really lit. And if you hear them, God bless them. Because I don't have ownership of this opportunity. But I'm going to give it to you because I don't want to flex. I want to be real and say, this is what makes star star we're single parenting while transforming and achieving righteously so as a result i need people who can do hair so i had to tie that right back in y'all so catch that in order to delegate to get the best results as a good manager i need to find people who do that or enjoy doing that if i don't so again delegate to deliver the best results that's number two so number one remember every day not just emergency communication makes you a good manager and every day communicating with your ownership not just your staff quote unquote you have to communicate with the one who owns our life the one who owns our choices our decisions owns this world and whatever you decide owns what you believe that's going to be the real work and then lastly gratitude not attitude so uh i'm just gonna keep it real i'm not qualified to speak on this um (laughs) i'm just not complaining is a real thing for me it is it's a real thing that i am breaking i'm declaring it will be broken it will not go to my family my children but it is a real thing that is a struggle bus for me and i realized the freest of people complain because it's just our nature and if we live in this nation it's just our culture but what makes us truly love a good place is the service and the gratefulness and gratitude of the servers so that is a issue because right now thankfulness is uh in short supply and if you think of a time whether you were pleased or not with a place a good manager changed the whole atmosphere by their gratitude of your patronism or your pet or your patronizing versus their attitude about your complaint and so i just realized like if someone gives you a free meal they take some money off they give some money back or they just are extremely accommodating you go back to that place because the good management 
was so grateful. And so I want to say that as we close out these three points, that our creator, or for us to start our creator, Yeshua, Jesus, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, is looking for us to illuminate that in the way we parent. We have to manage parenting with the attitude of gratitude versus just an attitude. I'm not there. I I said it and you won't catch me in these streets wrong. I said it. It is not on my finished list, but it is on my to-do list because I realized that you have to be thankful for everything and you have to be thankful to everything. You have to be thankful to your children. And that could be very difficult because we can easily say, oh, I will thank God. Yes, I thank you, God. I woke up. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for my food. Thank you for these little things that I try not to complain about. But we also have to realize we have to be thankful to the, the people he's given us. Thank you, little child, for talking in the background and being so energetic because you didn't have to feel that energy in your body today. I'm thankful to the ownership that created you, that you are healthy, and I'm thankful to you for being just an amazing little kid. I'm thankful to you, teenager, that I don't always say it, but you're amazing, you're creative, and you have your own mind and ideas, and I want to thank you for being you. I want to thank you for showing up. I want to thank you for trying to be my child, which is not easy. Thankfulness, I hear it's it's amazing. (laughs) I'm working on it. I need prayer too. But those are the three things that I have for just honestly trying to be a good manager, y'all. So we we did it. We said it. It happened. But we we hope it really did resonate because this is just a word. It's a word. It's a tool. It's a strategy. But again, even if you're not single parenting, who can't benefit from the illusion of control today ownership versus management i want to really get that in there because at the end of the day so much is trying to tell us really deceive us that we have all this power and yet we are bypassing a real power source which is what we believe has started to be our creator to carry us through some things. I can pray about everything. Nobody's stopping me from praying. But if I just complain about everything, I'm on social media posting about everything, but I didn't pray about anything and I'm wondering about everything. Why isn't it working out? I need to reevaluate where I'm taking my real power to because managers have power too. Oh, we love a good man. Get the manager. Get the manager. You ain't asking to really get the owner. You said get the manager. Like when your kids act the fool at school. They not saying go get God. They saying go get your mama. Okay. So make sure that you understand being a manager is a powerful and pivotal part of your purpose in your role. And you have to be very good at leadership to do that. Which is why we want you to heal evolve affirm and lead that but without that plug we just also really want you to know like don't take this conversation and believe hey that means i have no control because that 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 does happen some people just don't try to take control of anything or be 
self-controlled in any way because they just say, well, it is what it is. We do have things that we do that create the best outcomes we can possibly create. But there's so much we have no control over. So my prayer today is that my God, my Lord would come upon you guys and just bless you, bless you infinitely, bless every listener, bless every person under the sound of my voice to really release all of the heaviness on them. The the spirit of heaviness would be released for the garment of praise, that we would be gratitude, not attitude-filled stars, that we would delegate to deliver the best results as stars, and that we would communicate every day, not just in emergencies as stars, because we realize that control is an illusion, and ultimately, we are blessed to manage amazing individuals and if we continue to seek the ownership of all individuals we will have the best possible journey on this transforming and achieving righteously path so we just bless you we pray that this word hit special i'm praying that i am a serious practicer of what I've been tasked to preach to you today and also that you would know that I'm with you I'm not at you and I love you so we encourage everyone to heal sis heal bro it's a shine star and we will see you next time